0: Welcome to this episode of Clearedcast, your source for security clearance, intelligence community, espionage, national security and defense contracting updates, and our exclusive interviews with intelligence community and government leaders. Hello, hello, and thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Security Clearance Careers Podcast. I'm Katie Keller, Editorial Communications Manager at ClarenceJobs.com. And today I have the pleasure of speaking with two of the VPs from one of our trusted partners, AT&T. First, we have Jill Singer, who is the Vice President of Defense and National Security. She leads teams to bring strategic technology solutions and services to the defense and national security agencies throughout the DOD and intelligence community. We also have Chris Smith on the line, who is the Vice President of Civilian and Shared Services. He provides technology operations, management, BD, proposal management, and strategy to the organization. Welcome and thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Today, I'm really excited to dive into some of these questions specific to AT&T's work in national security. So, we're all very familiar with the company AT&T. I thought that we could take a moment to highlight some of the ways that AT&T is really innovating in the national security space. So, Jill, let's start with
1: you. Thank you, Katie. And it's a pleasure for us to be here speaking with you. I'd be happy to talk about the ways that AT&T is innovating in the national security space. We're focused on modernizing information technology infrastructures in the intelligence community for networks and telecommunications. And we do it through IT managed and professional services, also with mobility, 5G, and FirstNet, and in cybersecurity, among other things. I thought I'd give you a few examples of how we are innovating in the national security space. Example one, we're transforming one agency's global network auto-bandwidth management, modern network management systems, and a future migration to a software-defined network. In another agency, we are their trusted IT infrastructure and end-user services provider. We've implemented new capabilities to improve network performance monitoring, we've modernized their voice and internal 911 services, and we have shifted information sharing and collaboration capabilities to the cloud. At a third agency, we support their global network operations and success successfully supported their pivot to massive video teleconferencing meetings during the pandemic. In other areas, innovating in cybersecurity prevention, detection, and response. And finally, I'd say we are providing advanced mobility technologies like 5G and FirstNet to meet a variety of mission needs across the national security space. So those are just a few examples of how we're innovating. That's a heck of a lot,
0: managing all of this on the government side. Like I said, everyone is familiar, I hope, with AT&T as a company, but the fact that you're doing all of this for the Department of Defense and Intelligence Community Agencies within this space is a huge, huge project. So Chris, what about about from your perspective as VP of Civilian and Shared Services, how AT&T is innovating in national security?
2: Yeah, like I'm just so excited to be part of, a, of an American company that has such a legacy and tradition in being in the critical infrastructure business, uh, you know, helping the government with its mission uh, no matter whether it's national security or in the civilian agencies, Department of Defense and, you know, Jill had a, gr- a lot of great points. I think some of the most interesting things that are going on right now is the expansion of 5G across the country and what that means for smart cities smart campuses when we talk about you know a going government mission for example the ability to light up with the extreme speeds and capacity to do whatever the mission demands. So very excited about that. And you know, we're, we're living in an era in which we're developing so much information and it's so cheap to compute that it almost boggles the mind. I think we're over 465 petabytes a day across our network across the globe. And so the uses of machine learning and artificial intelligence to basically come out with better outcomes, right? Better decision making, quicker mission implementations, taking actionable information and making it real. That Those are the types of things that AT&T not only has a long tradition in doing that for the nation, but we're leading the way in terms of innovating uh, today and into tomorrow.
0: Well, and I was going to say, you know, telecom communications, critical infrastructure that spans way across, you know, every piece of our society today and specifically national security and some of the threats that we're experiencing. in that space today. It's very important work. So I can can think of a ton of reasons why candidates should join a well-established employer like AT&T. We'll get into that in a little bit. I'd love to hear a little bit more about AT&T's history in national security. So how did that work with the government start? So Chris, let's
2: start with you. Well, if you go back in history, right, I mean, AT&T in different forms has been in the country's communications business since the beginning, right? With the telegraph uh, to the telephone, taking that across the nation and around the globe. The transistor was made in AT&T labs. The first air-to-ground communications uh, for military aircraft was done at Langley Air Force Base in the the early 1900s. And the list just goes on. Unix, right, as the operating system, uh, which we use to basically manage the networks of the 1960s up to today. That's all been developed in AT&T labs over time. And that those technologies to this day, right, continue to play an extraordinary role. So you can imagine as we went into a war footing back in the early 1900s and into World War II, people walked right out of the labs into the government facilities to try to help win the the major wars uh, around the world, right? And one of the most defining probably Important capabilities that we don't really talk about was radar, right? Improving radar was done through ATT labs working with the government. And that was a that was a game changer for World War II. And that goes on to today, right? And it, it is that we, we have this long tradition in this country, uh, and it's one of our greatest strengths, is that industry and government come together to solve our most challenging issues. So we've had a long tradition. I'm sure Jill can add much more to that, but that that's a, a short history. It would be a very long conversation if we were to go through it all. Jill,
1: what do you have to add? I appreciate uh, appreciate that. Chris brought out so many innovations that at and has historically brought to the country. In the national security space, at and has been supporting national security for about 100 years, long before the first intelligence agency was officially established. And we do have a legacy of bringing the power of at and world-class integrated communications and technology products and services to the customers in intelligence. And you know, I often want to remind people that we use AT&T today, but American has always been our first name. AT&T is derived from American telephone and telegraph. So over the last century, We've progressed from providing local telephone services, which many people think of the legacy of AT&T, to connecting the national security community across the world and to its global partners. All of the innovations that Chris uh, mentioned are part of our rich and storied history of success and transformation for the whole of federal government, but also for the intelligence community. And so then, you know, that's a look back. And as we look forward, we're really excited to be a passionate and trusted partner so that we can deliver leading edge, specialized and proven solutions to our customers going forward. Well, and it's a very interesting history, a history that you may have
0: come across if you've worked in the space or if you've worked with AT&T as a company, but something that needs to, I think, be reminded for folks. So thinking about some of these really critical missions that you guys are supporting within this space and the people that you need to help support those missions. Why do you think that cleared candidates should work at AT AT&T and the national security space specifically? So Jill, let's start with you.
1: Sure. I would say at our core, AT&T is a technology company. We're always innovating and pushing the technology envelope. We have exciting work supporting unique customer missions and our employees can actually see, touch and feel the mission of national security each and every day. For us, you know, candidates who want to make a difference through their jobs will find AT&T an exceptional place to display their skills on work that matters and for customers that matter. In the national security space, we're not attempting to be all things to all customers. When you join AT&T in our space, you're entering an environment where we focus on bringing the best network and mobile communications, cybersecurity, IT technology capabilities to enterprise and mission customers of the IC. We're always focused on doing the right things while also doing things right. For our candidates, I'd say we offer great jobs, opportunities for growth, continuous education, excellent benefits, and we offer a community of colleagues who share a passion for supporting national security.
0: That all sounds so wonderful. And like I said earlier, you know, AT&T is such a well-established company that can offer some pretty incredible job security. And it sounds like some really great benefits. Chris, what would you like to add and why people should support AT&T or think about joining the company?
2: Yeah, I think it's, you know, it starts and, and ends also with the culture, right? I mean, we're an extraordinarily innovative company in which you're challenged. I think we do on average two uh, patents a day in our company over the 140 years of, of our history. And that continues. I, the six months doesn't go by that somebody on my team isn't telling me they just got a patent, right? So we're doing extraordinarily cutting edge work that leads to the betterment of, of our society, right? Ultimately, in our national security, whether it's the flow of goods across the borders and, and, and people, or it's, you know, our, our grasslands out there and, and forests in which more than 10 million people recreate each year or to the national security, right? And the national defense of the country, uh, we're very involved in every mission out there. So so the innovation and the technology, but it's that collegiate atmosphere within the culture that I think is, is extraordinary where you're challenged, you have fun. Let's be honest, we spend a lot of time at work and it's sometimes hard to find the environment where you're probably not the smartest person in the room, to be honest, right? Because there are so many smart people in the company and technology is our business, as Jill so eloquently said. And so having a collegiate atmosphere in which you're challenged to grow and learn, and then back to the mission, right? Helping this nation to be the best nation it can possibly be for all our people, I think is an extraordinary opportunity when you walk the halls of AT&T.
0: And with that many patents, I mean, Innovative is an understatement, I would say. <laughs> yeah, and it's the latest stuff,
2: right? I mean, that, that's the interesting thing we touched on, you know, when we like to do acronym soup in our business. But when you look at artificial intelligence today and machine learning, it really is being driven by the masses of, of data that we're compiling each day right across our entire world. And how do you take that information, Jill touched on it, to resiliently kind of manage and heal the network uh, to ensure business continuity and that the mission gets done? or cybersecurity from an artificial intelligence standpoint, right? And we we have hundreds of billions of probes each day across our infrastructure, across all of the industries that we support and the public sector. And how do you find the things that people haven't seen yet and, and identify those and knock them down before they become an actual intrusion, right? It's extraordinary. And so so being at the front edge of that and being challenged, I think, to take multidisciplinary technologies and build and implement them at scale is a is a great opportunity.
0: Yeah, great opportunity and sounds like really exciting teams to be a part of. You have the mission there, you have the the potential for career mobility within an amazing company. It's no secret that it is a very competitive marketplace these days. Employers are offering some killer benefits. I know that the commercial sector is able to offer a ton of remote work and the government, because of the classified nature of some of our work, is not necessarily able to do that. But still, AT&T is one of the most competitive companies in terms of benefits. So could you describe the educational benefits that the company is able to offer employees? Any other special programs that you offer for prospective candidates? So Jill, let's start with you.
1: Sure. Um, We do have some very enticing and unique educational benefits that we offer to our employees. Uh, We believe in continuous education. We believe as technology changes, we need to make sure that our employees are transforming themselves and prepared to take on the new technologies. We offer tuition reimbursement programs. They may be very low cost to the employee at the end of the day, but we also have some specific offerings with world-class universities like Georgia Tech, where our employees can go seek advanced degrees in partnership with world-class institutions. We offer a suite of nano degrees, what we will call them. You might think of them as advanced certificate programs where our employees can participate in nano degrees in science, technology, engineering, math, and many other technical areas. We do something quite unique for junior employees or new employees that we're trying to entice. We have a program called AT&T Catapult, where we are working with local community colleges to find entry-level talent, train them at the academic level through the community colleges in specific IT areas. And at the same time, we bring them onto our payroll, and they also get on-the-job real-world experience as somewhat like interns, but they're actual employees, while they go through this unique catapult program for community colleges another area I'd say on education is we do have a technology development program that offers paid internships to university students where they come and work for us on an eight-week basis and we move them around to different parts of our business and give them about 40 hours a week of learning and exploring various ways that they can support technical functions but also business functions that we need to support our business in areas like program management so those are just a few of the ways that we put forth our educational benefits that AT&T offers to all of us. Like Chris, you may have more you'd like to add.
2: Now, I think you hit it, Jill. Soup to nuts, right? I mean, it's uh not only a, a you know invigorating and dynamic place to work, there's there's an expectation that, you know, I think everybody's a lifelong learner. So whether it's the technical training that we do for nearly every employee on an ongoing basis, or it's the programs that Jill touched on from coming fresh out of school and going into a Leadership development program to coming in as an intern while you're still in school to advanced, you know, graduate courses. I, I I've had a solid number of people on my technical team that have gone on uh, already had master's degrees and gotten second master's degree or right had a bachelor's and decided, hey, I want to go get a a big data data analytics degree or computer science masters, quantitative and computational finance I mean, you name it, those programs are out there. And as Jill said, right, we've got very strong relationships, uh, the, in particular with Georgia Tech and Udacity, where you can do a lot of this online and you don't have to go do a full course either. You could go take these nano degrees if you want to get up to date on AI or ML or, or cyber. So uh, I think it's a, there's a wealth of places that people can stretch uh, in, in many different ways.
0: Well, and I love that you have a ton of companies these days that are, you know, talking up all of these benefits when it comes to recruitment and retention within the cleared or national security space. But it sounds like AT&T is really sort of putting their money where their mouth is and actually putting people through these programs, whether they're greener candidates entering the national security world, just getting out of school, you're offering these awesome tracks for those types of folks and or the folks that want to get a second master's degree which I just absolutely love Let's talk about what what has been the best thing about working for AT&T. Touch on your background a little bit. I'm not sure how long either of you have been working with the company, but I'd love to hear your thoughts there. So, Chris, let's start with you.
2: I've been here eight years. I'm going into my ninth year, so it'll be coming up on on a decade here. And I, the time has just flown by. I look back, and uh, it, it's just amazing. I mean, I, I've been blessed with having a a number of different roles over time. I started out right out of high school into the infantry. I love the military, decided the infantry wasn't where I wanted to spend my time and went in the Air Force and ultimately got commissioned there uh, and did a lot of time in the Guard and Reserve. A lot of call-ups around the globe as a joint tactical communications officer. Ended up doing 25 years there. Uh, So I was able to also have a civilian career when we were at war and getting called up to go out the door for periods of time. During that time, I've worked in the public sector and industry, long time in government, uh, was the CIO of the U.S. Department of Agriculture, then stepped out to work with Accenture as their first CTO for their public sector business, but now here eight years and really feel like this is my second home. Look, it's an extraordinary place to work when you look at the opportunities that are out in front of us as a nation, you know, and as a people around the globe. Our lives are, are driven by digital engagements from the moment we wake up and look at our devices, to look at the day, see if there's some communications with our family or friends or work to getting into intelligent cars that ultimately will be autonomous vehicles to our day-to-day lives. And you might step in and step out of your, your work life to take some interaction with government to get your license renewed or whatever. I keep going on. But the reality is our lives are driven by this digital world, work, life, and play. And so to be in a company that is in the communications business and not just communications, but ensuring that you know the applications are there and operating secure, I like to say if we're not operating... Or or companies like us, then banks aren't banking. Energy companies are not generating power down the lines because that's all controlled today by technology and software. People aren't traveling. Planes aren't flying if they can't uh, communicate across the globe and with the air traffic control systems. So uh, to be a part of that in the middle of an American company with such a fantastic tradition and legacy, and as I said, you know, probably most importantly, is innovating into the future for our quality of life, our security, who we are as a people, and all those around the globe who believe in. in openness and transparency. I feel blessed every day to get up and and do that. And I would uh, expect those who want to come to work in a company such as ours, they would have that excitement as well. You don't need a blood transfusion when you come in in the morning, right? (laughs) You're pretty passionate about what you do when you wake up and and you go home. So you know, I've been blessed again to be a CIO, to be a CTO, and now to be a sales leader here as well as a CTO role that I play. And I get to do just wonderful thing with extraordinary people and developing some of the most cutting edge technology. The last thing I would say, it's scale. We scale like nobody else on the planet. When you look at the size and scope of our our capabilities, we help to carry out the, the biggest missions around the globe, as well as the intermediate and smaller. We can do it do it all and we try to do it very very well
0: well absolutely and I just love Chris that the your love for AT&T totally shines through when you talk about it and uh, you know when, when in working in national security you start to see some of these job hoppers move from company to company but it's the folks that have been at a company for you know closer to the decade and it really just shows how great of an employer that they are so Jill what about you what has been the best thing about working for ATT?
1: There are many great things about working at AT&T. And when you look at longevity of employees, we have hundreds of employees in our team in public sector who have been with the company more than three or four decades. And so that says something about the hallmark of the company when they can keep their employees around for an entire career. A couple of things I'd pull out, though, as the best things about working here. Uh, we've talked a lot about innovation, and we've talked about it in this setting about innovation and technology. But 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 I'd also say we take our continuous innovation mindset to our employees. We're constantly focused on shifting and shaping our personnel management approaches so that we are attractive to existing and new employees, including the younger generation Of employees, I think our team was one of the first to bring in Gen Zs uh, to our mix through our college hire programs, and we've really listened to them about what's important for them in their work and tried to adjust to make sure that AT&T is accommodating their priorities, which might look different from priorities of other generations in the workplace. Second, I'd say we communicate. We are a communications company, but I'd say we communicate, but not just in technical ways, but also in people ways. We often share how our work in government fits within the larger context of the company's work. We make our leaders available for direct employee engagements. Our leaders are open to having very candid conversations with our employees on topics that matter, topics that matter in the workplace, as well as topics that matter about what's going on around us. We say what we mean and and we do what we say at AT&T. Let me give you an example there. Many organizations weren't sure how to address the increased racial tensions across the country over the past few years. But at AT&T, starting with our CEO, we stepped up our efforts to talk about diversity and tensions and productive ways to listen and learn from all employees, bringing it closer to home and our business and defense and national security. We established regular hashtag share the mic sessions that were designed to spotlight how our different backgrounds and cultures make us a better collective team. We also created a culture council led by our employees with full control to tackle any culture topics that they believe are of value. Chris mentioned uh, we spend a lot of time together at work and I would say we try to celebrate our work families. We've embraced creative ways during the pandemic because uh, we can't always be together and celebrating in person, but we make it a conscious effort on our part to always say thank you to our employees for being with AT&T as their work family and for being part of what we do for the whole of the company and for the whole of the nation. Wonderful. And that diversity
0: of a company is so important to candidates navigating the job search today. The fact that you have employees that have been there for a few decades, it shows It's a great company to work for. The fact that there are Gen Zs working. Yes, they are entering the ranks, working in national security at AT AT&T. That's amazing. It's different minds coming together that really helps us to solve these national security issues. So Jill and Chris, I want to thank you both for joining me today for this episode of the Security Clearance Careers podcast. Check out AT&T's job opening, some of the work that they're doing. Really exciting work in the national security space, supporting some of those three-letter agencies that really do important work within the national security arena. So for more information on telecommunications, emergency communications, cybersecurity, AT&T jobs, and some of their really cool missions, you can visit clearancejobs.com. This is Katie Keller, editor at clearancejobs.com. Thank you for listening to this episode of ClearedCast. For more information on career and recruiting advice, visit
1: news.clearancejobs.com.